I remember when the Toronto International Film Festival was something that uh, most mostly, if unless you were a huge film buff, uh, you had to go to the universities to get involved in it. Now it is uh, it's a it's a global affair, and today is National Canadian Film Day, coast to coast celebration of Canadian film. Films over 17,000 events will happen across Canada to celebrate our sesquicentennial and the uh, incredible talent that we have as far as filmmaking goes here in our country. Pierce Handling is the CEO and director of the Toronto International Film Festival, and he joins the show again. Pierce, nice to have you on again. Kelly, a thrill to be aboard. So um, what criteria does a film have to satisfy to be considered Canadian? Because I know there's a criteria that songs have to satisfy. Does a film have to satisfy some sort of criteria? It does indeed, and it's pretty close to music, actually, to be honest. It's significant Canadian creative, artistic, technical content, copyright owned in Canada. There's a very sophisticated point system for the key creative talent. So that should actually speak to uh, Canadians. It has to speak to uh, the talent that we actually have here in Canada. Um, So it's a pretty controlled system. Do you think that Canadians, because of the global recognition of the Toronto International Film Festival now, are starting to seek out and embrace Canadian film as something that was once kind of avant-garde or uh, just inaccessible, maybe a little bit uh, heady for most people as accessible? I sure hope so, Kelly. That's one of the reasons we're here. That's one of the reasons we, I think, foreground Canadian film. We're always looking for the big, high-profile Canadian films to be in our gala slots. We used to open the festival with a Canadian film. We don't anymore in quite the same way. But it's a chance, because it's such a huge platform, it's a big chance for us to put some of the key creative filmmakers in a very prominent position. So people like David Cronenberg, Adam McGoyan, Deepa Mehta, Patricia Rosema, over the years, we have really profiled their work. And of course, we've developed uh, uh, other film artists like Rachel McAdams. You know, she's had many, many films here. Um, There's so much Canadian talent that uh, people don't really recognize as talent. They don't even know that they're Canadians. Um, So one of the jobs of the festival is to just showcase the best that we have, the best that, that Canadians are producing. Um, and I think in a funny way, the national distinctions are really breaking down. I mean, you've got artists like Denis Villeneuve, who's making the Blade Runner sequel in the States. Mm. You know, I made this huge, great big sci-fi film, Arrival. Um, he's a Quebec filmmaker. Uh, Jean-Marc Vallée is another Quebec filmmaker who's done some s- significant films in the last couple of years. Uh, Xavier Delon, another Ke- Quebec filmmaker. Quebec seems to be churning out some really creative people, making his first English language film, uh, again, with major U.S. stars. So a lot of Canadians, of course, over the years, James Cameron, have gone south of the border, um, Norman Jewison. There's this, been this huge brain drain of Canadians out of the country. Um, and I don't think Canadians themselves recognize that the Canadians have contributed so much to, to, to cinema, to the history of cinema, but also to contemporary cinema. Well, name uh, some of the noteworthy films that most people don't know are Canadian. Well, noteworthy, I mean, these are some of the films that people may be say, oh, my God, I've seen this film. I had no idea it was Canadian. Yeah. Like the Resident Evil, uh, the sci-fi that franchise, the first film was not a Canadian film at all, but the sequels have all been Canadian. Mm. Apocalypse, Afterlife, Retribution, all three of them, they've all grossed well over $100 bucks. Some of them went well over, you know, a quarter of a million dollars worldwide gross. Mila Jovovich is, a, you know, a big, big uh, superstar, but there's Canadian money in all these films. They're, they're legally Canadian uh, productions. Don Carmody's the producer, and Don's done a fabulous job just in terms of getting this franchise on its legs and continue to push it forward. Pompeii's another one. You know, it's it's funny. It's the same people that have been involved with Resident Evil, a guy called Paul W.S. Anderson. He's the director of Kiefer Sutherland, was in Pompeii. 
And I think if people, Canadians kind of, you know, saw this film either um, on the big screen or on the small screen at home, they'd have no idea this was a Canadian production at all. You know, it was one of these classic sort of, you know, Pompeii is a um, sword and sandal movie. Um, so it doesn't look and announce itself as Canadian. And I think a lot of Canadian films right now, of course, don't look and feel Canadian, whatever that might mean. Are you know, the sort of the small, uh, you know, uh, realist looking drama. Yeah, I, you know, the production levels were lower or the budget wasn't as as big and that's why they looked lower. Or it seemed like when, you know, when I was watching those films uh, that were coming out of Montreal in my 20s, I was seeking out films that would make me feel like I was, you know, uh, maybe a, a bit of a deeper thinker than most, you know, Hollywood films would lead me to believe. So, I mean, it was it was kind of like a an elitist quest. But do you think audiences are changing or are filmmakers in Canada changing? I think filmmakers in Canada are changing. They're much more international in terms of their external, the, the way they're looking at the world. They're not making Canadian-based stories, just Canadian-based stories anymore. They're shooting films in China. They're shooting films in Africa. They're shooting films with you know subject matter that is completely and totally international. I mean, they've kind of erased their Canadian identity in a way, or they haven't announced themselves as Canadian films. They're not necessarily even shot here in Toronto. You know, the Globe is now their their. Um, they're they're playing in a global environment, and they want to be international filmmakers. I mean, I think for me, that's the big change since when I was in my 20s, mm-hmm. when I think the Canadian film had to be sort of indigenous, it had to be a coming-of-age yes. story, it had to be shot in Montreal, it had yeah. to be recognizable, Canadian money, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I love those films. Mm-hmm. I really do love those films. Uh, there's a kind of an awkwardness and tentativeness in the films that I think speaks to our culture. But at the same time, of course, Canada is now a very different place. It's a very multi-ethnic, multicultural place where the filmmakers are literally coming from all over the world as well. There's more stories to be told. More stories to be told, and of course they're going back to their home countries as well. I mean, there's a Canadian film that's entirely shot in Korea. There's a Canadian film, a very well-known one, you know, that is doing the rounds these days called Old Stone, entirely shot in, in, um, in China all in Mandarin. Uh, I mean, you look at it and you say, is this a Canadian film? War Witches, you know, another extraordinary film about child soldiers in Africa, entirely shot in Africa. Uh, And Sondi, one of, um, you know, Canada's great films, again, another Denis Villeneuve movie shot in the Middle East. So I think Canadian filmmakers are, are, are just broadening, as the experience of Canada is changing, they're broadening the subject matter in all kinds of ways, which is very stimulating, very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. What's doing at the Bell Lightbox tonight? We're playing 32 short films about Glenn Gould, which is a Canadian classic. We actually opened the festival with this film, I don't know, about 20 years ago. It's a really imaginative biopic. Glenn Gould, this massive, very, very famous Canadian artist, an internationally well-known pianist, you know, a superstar in his, in his era. And the filmmaker, a French filmmaker, Montreal-based filmmaker, Francois Girard, has made a film about uh, an artist in a very different way. It's composed of 32 short films. It's actually as- assembling somebody's life, of course, in a uh, quite a different way. It's not trying to make total 100% uh, meaning of this life. It's just looking at fragments and pieces of the film uh, of his life, and and it's a very it's a very imaginative kaleidoscopic piece of filmmaking. Tom mm. Fiore is the major, you know, one of Canada's great actors stage and, and film and television. Colm uh, plays the Glenn Gould character, but it's just done with such an intriguing and interesting angle 
that makes it quite Canadian in my I, mind. I love that because, you know, I, I've lived in all over the country working in radio, and I often think I've had all these different lives, although my life has been generally pretty short so far. I've lived all these different lives, so I love the idea of taking someone's life and piecing it together in little shorts because I think most of us, as we get on in years, look back at our lives as in that's a snippet, that's a snippet, that's a snippet. So what a great way to look at a, a biography. A hundred percent. And this works in such a creative kind of way. I mean, there's a one sequence which just deals with Gould's piano. Um, and it's, <laughs> I won't spoil it for people that want mm-hmm. to see it, but it's so creative and so inventive. I mean, this is a filmmaker yeah, who's just at the height of his powers in terms of, of trying to imagine and recreate a life. And it's not, as you say, not a simple thing to do. Mm-hmm. What time does that start at? Um, I think the screening is at 8.30 tonight. Perfect. Piers, I always enjoy having you on the show. I'd love to have you back and talk more film a little bit later on, but I've run out of time, so I just uh, wish you a a happy National uh, Canadian Film Day. And to everybody out there, go and see a Canadian film today. You'll be rewarded. Cheers. Piers Handling is the CEO and director of the Toronto International Film Festival. Great guy to talk uh, films with. It's 2.30. We're back with Trending Topics. Stick around.